Welcome to Tip of the Spear, powered by U Mortgage. This podcast is all about uncovering the truth behind VA loans for our nation's military service members and for veterans by VA loan experts themselves. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, the Senior Learning Specialist here at U Mortgage and a veteran myself, having served six years with the U.S. Army. Join me every Wednesday and Saturday to learn from mortgage loan originators who specialize in veteran loans about how you can maximize your military benefits and make your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Welcome to Tip of the Spear, a podcast with mortgage loan officers who are on a mission to advocate for veterans and for active duty service members out there and really just protect them from some predatory mortgage lenders. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, here today with Arthur Bryson out of Phoenix, Arizona, who's going to be talking with us about who, besides the veteran or the service member, can join that veteran or service member on the VA mortgage loan. Arthur, it's good to see you again, my friend. How are we feeling today? Man, it's great to be here. You know, I'm uh, glad to do another session here. It's just, uh, one of my passions. And uh, it's always good to see you too, brother. Same here, man. I love chatting with you. Love chatting with you and learning all these little ins and outs. And, and y- y'all really school me up whenever we do one of these. So this was a little <laughs> bit of a, a niche one as well. So I'm expecting uh, some some things. I'm, I'm going to learn a few things for sure. But I'm sure our, our listeners and our watchers will as well. So what we wanted to do today was talk through specifically a VA mortgage loan, obviously the veteran or the service member, they're going to have to be on it in order to get that loan. But there's some pretty interesting rules and kind of, I wouldn't say restrictions, but kind of options that the veteran or the service member has to get other people on the loan with them to help them qualify or, or whatever have you. So what I thought we'd do to, to kind of kick things off is, is explain how a lot of people know what a cosigner is for a car loan or, or whatever it is. But would you mind walking us through how would a cosigner work on a VA mortgage? Well, contrary to popular belief, I mean, uh, you can't just have anyone on a VA loan. It is normally it is uh, confined to a veteran and the veteran's spouse. OK, OK, because it's typically one where, again, because of the guarantee that's involved, uh, underwriters want to make sure that that veteran and that veteran's household in particular uh, can handle the payment. It, you know, the, the VA loan was designed to be to be used in the best interest of the veteran, not to put the veteran in any type of uh, worse financial situation or cause a financial hardship. So, you know, many families today, uh, you know, married couples are you know two income homes, and that's why you know, a spouse's income and credit can be used in uh, as far as to assist in qualifying for a loan. Now, so let's say if there's a bit to, let's say there's a couple who is unmarried. Unfortunately, um, they will not be able to, well, let's say the spouse or the, I guess you call it the uh, partner who is not a veteran cannot be on the loan. Um, okay. and still get the 100% guarantee. However, they can co-sign, but it'll require 12.5% down. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so so kind of walk on through a, a little bit. Of, on the vet. Okay, all right. So let's kind of walk through that a little bit. So if I have a 
let's say it's, let's say it's my, my parent, right? Like, you know, I'm 22 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have all the money I need to, to buy the house. Um, and I want my parents to be a co-signer on the property when I get it. I can't do zero down on it if the parent's going to co-sign with me. I have to do, what was it, 12 and a half percent? Is Actually, that right? You, as the veteran, your obligation on your down payment is zero, but the co-signer's obligation is 12 and a half percent down. Oh, wow. you're, you're really looping them in for a lot there. All right. Like, yes, all right. You yes, got to join indeed. me. <laughs> all right. Yes, That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. Okay. So does that, okay. And now that applies to that 12 and a half percent on their part, if they're going to join me on the loan, that applies to basically anyone that I want to co-sign with me on the loan. That's not my spouse. So parent, girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, right? That 12 and a half percent would have to come with them if they want to join me on the loan. Absolutely. If they are not a veteran, I'll say that very specifically, if they are a non-veteran and they're going to be on the loan, they have to bring 12 and a half percent. The veterans portion is covered. Okay. Okay. The non-veterans portion that has nothing to do is not guaranteed. So they have to bring that additional down payment. Now here's, here's a kicker for you. Oh, let's say if your dad was a veteran, and you had eligibility, then you all you would do is split the eligibility. So yes, then now you're back to 100%. So half of your eligibility and half of your dad's eligibility would be used for you to purchase that home. Very interesting. All right, so an advantage of coming from a military family, if you're if you're going to have them join you as a co-signer. Okay, very interesting. Very very interesting. All right, so. Well, you know, maybe, maybe again, for our listeners and our watchers out there in, in a nuanced situation like this, where maybe I do want a co-signer, Arthur, what might be an advantage? I mean, all right, let's say I go to my dad and I, you know, say, all right, he's not in the military or never was in the military, but I, I, t- I explain this to him and I go, Hey, I'm, I'm a vet. So I'm going to be zero down or I'm a service member. So I'm going to be zero down, but you're going to have to bring 12 and a half percent. So <laughs> Let's put it this way. How do I convince my dad to join me on the loan, right? Like, what's the advantage? Is it, you know, can I use his income to help me qualify? What's the advantage of bringing on my dad uh, at that 12.5%? Yes, you, you can definitely use your dad's income okay. um, to qualify. So, yeah. And plus, dad is bringing that 12.5%. Dad can also pay, you know, cover the closing costs as well. So, that's, that's uh, you know, done right there. Okay. Um, but again, it's not something that I would encourage unless, it, unless it's like a, you know, unless you just have to get it done. So there are many situations where a veteran is putting 20% down anyway. Okay. So in that particular situation, then we would do the calculation based on the amount that is going to be guaranteed. Okay. Because okay. even though the VA loan is 100% financing, there are veterans who are selling their homes and putting significant down payments uh, on the next home. Okay. So they're not using 100% financing. They're only using, you know, 80% or 75%. So, right. you know, that's actually lowering the risk of that loan, uh, of that guarantee as well with the VA. Okay, I got you. Now, you said something a second ago. I just want to make sure I'm understanding it. You said they'll only look at the, the guaranteed amount. What do you mean by the guaranteed amount? Well, you have to understand. So, um, so let's say a veteran's buying a house for five hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. And they're not putting any money down. The loan amount's going to be five hundred thousand. 
the VA guaranteed amount is going to be that 500,000, you know, they're oh, guaranteeing okay. the loan for the 500,000. So basically the VA is guaranteeing um, like a, a percentage of that loan, which is like 25, 25% of that loan or, cause they're using that bonus entitlement at, at 500,000. There's, you know, they're using that second tier of entitlement. So right. um, now, however, if the veteran is putting, you know, 200,000 down, and their loan amount is 300,000, well, you know, they don't necessarily have to use, you know, the full entitlement or go into the that. Entitlement, yeah. Right, right. They I got you now. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, no, no, that makes a lot more sense then. Okay. So, usually when, when, a, when a, a mortgage goes through, as, as I've come to understand it, you have kind of two parts of, let's call it ownership. So I, I, if I'm getting a, a VA loan by myself, mm-hmm. I have my, my name's going to be on the mortgage, right? Like, hey, you have to, Dave, you got to pay this back. But then I also have uh, my name on something else, which is called the title. And that's true with any house that you buy. So mm-hmm. let's say I, I have the, you know, I'm, I'm getting a loan or I have my name on, on a mortgage and I decide to have a cosigner, my fiance, let's just say for the sake of argument. How does the, the title side of it work uh, between, you know, a spouse, a, a fiance, that cosigner? How does that stuff work? Because you know the name again. My name's on on that mortgage, and whoever my cosigner is is also going to be on the mortgage as well, I assume. But mm-hmm. how does it work on the on the title side? Are they also going to be on the title? How does yes, that work? Yes, because they have ownership and they have an ownership interest okay. in the property. Um, now, let's say you are purchasing the house by yourself. Your fiance is not on the loan, but she wants to be on the title. No, mm-hmm. not going to work. Not going to happen. I mean, what people do, mm-hmm. um, you know. I guess that's something you could work out outside or work out some sort of beneficiary deed. But if you're not on the loan and you don't have an interest, let's say if it's a community property state, if you're not a spouse, you don't, you're not going to be on title. So let's say if it is a community property state like Arizona and you are the veteran purchasing house and, and your wife is not on the loan, she's going to be on the title because that it, it's a community property state. She does not right. have to be on the loan but she will be on the title. And you also have to remember in the community property state, you have to qualify with your spouses. That's right. That's right. It's kind of a double-edged sword there, isn't it? It is. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so just, to, just to run that back again for, for our listeners and our watchers out there. Well, first off is you're going to, and the, you know, it's very easy to, to Google it and find it, but you're going to want to find out if you're in a community property state or not, because that's going to affect this, but Absolutely. regardless, right? So, so if you're, not in a community property state, what is going to happen is if I am, we'll use myself as an example, if I'm on the mortgage and it's not a community property state, my wife or my partner is not going to be on the title because they're not on the mortgage if it's just me. So they're not going to be on there. But in Arizona, where you're at, if I was to purchase a house there, my wife or my spouse would have to be on the title as well and on the mortgage because it's it's a community property state, right? Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. I got it now. Got it now. Learning some things today for sure. For sure. All right. So the other thing I wanted to walk through here, because it's a big part and not everybody does it, but there's quite a few people that when they go and they buy a house, specifically purchasing a house, they're going to use something called a gift, Mm -hmm. gift funds. So not as not as frequent in the world of VA loans, but I know it still happens. So do you mind walking us first through first? What is a gift and how does it work in a VA loan? A gift is just exactly what the definition is is something you give to an individual that they don't have to pay you for okay, okay. so in the in the um, 
regarding loans or purchasing a house, uh, let's say closing costs are needed, $5,000, you go to mom, dad, or brother, and then you, uh, they say, oh, no, I'll give it to you. you know, I'll give you $5,000. So they will gift you that. And that okay. gift will come with a gift letter that is an implicit. It, uh, basically, it's a letter that is signed by all parties that says that this $5,000 does not have to be paid back. Okay. So no under the table IOU notes somewhere around, right? Like, no, no, this is a pure gift. You know, you don't have to pay back whatsoever. Okay. It's a pure gift. Now the interesting thing about VA gifts, okay. Unlike FHA where the gift has to come from a direct family member. Mm -hmm. um, and some conventional will hold you to that too. The VA does not have to come from a direct family member. It can come from family. It could come from a friend. A very close really? you have to at least you have to be uh, uh express it in the gift letter because you have to remember you know veterans uh, we stick together and sometimes veterans who don't have family they'll have battle buddies um and a battle buddy say hey i got you bro you know or got you bro sister you know i got you and, and then and they'll actually and they'll do that they'll well i mean that's a really cool thing so in the world of other types of loans, FHA loans being one of them, or uh, you know, other other loans that that let's call them civilians, for lack of a better way of saying yeah, it, people civilian. who haven't served, <laughs> people who haven't served, right, or, or not actively serving, um, those restrictions are a little tighter on who can give gift funds. But in the VA exactly. world, I can just have a buddy give it to me. That's really cool. Exactly. I mean, because you know the that's why the guidelines with VA loans. There's that really that they're gray. You know, there's a lot of gray areas and they're they're based on interpretation, uh, hopefully to the benefit of the veteran. Right. Um, and underwriters have a tendency to sometimes lean towards FHA or lean towards, you know, conventional when it's like, no, that's you have to get with the guidelines because, like I said, I many veterans don't have that mom, dad or brother uh, to give them like with FHA, you in many cases with that, you have to document the relationship. But in the world of the VA though, that's really cool. Even a bad buddy can come out of the woodwork and help you out. Exactly. Cool Just like this, this is my longtime friend. He's helping me out. And yeah, because again, really the, cool. yeah, the qualification uh, uh, is based on the veteran himself. So if you've got all the other factors, you know, you've got the high residual, You've got the, you know, income, low debt to income mm -hmm. ratio, good credit. And the only thing that is missing is that, okay, does she just short on closing funds at the time or whatever? You know, yeah, why not? It makes all the sense in the world. It's never been late, you know, and anything else. Yeah. The whole thing is that this is for the benefit of the veteran because at the end of the day, veterans, you want veterans in your neighborhoods, period. <laughs> Okay. And why would that be, Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't you don't have to answer that one. <laughs> well well, here's the deal. The the veteran loan has the lowest percent of foreclosures, like one percent. Really? It's the lowest it is the best risk. It has the lowest foreclosure percentage out of all loans combined. I had no idea of that. That's a really, yeah. really cool thing. Okay. That's why oh, that good, misconception, yeah, that misconception that, uh, oh, it's, uh, you're not putting skin in the game. It's a high-risk loan. No. More conventional <laughs> loans with 20% down foreclose 
than uh, VA loans. I did not know that. I did not know that. Okay, very cool. Very cool. You know, and, and I want to back up just to one thing, because I realized as we were talking through the, the gifts there real quick, we might have missed something. So the the gift, it's not meant for helping to pay or helping the veteran or the service member pay off the monthly bills or anything like that. It, it's a one-time fee to help with their down payment, right? That's the idea behind it. Um, Closing costs, okay? Closing so costs. Closing costs. Okay. Are needed. Um, now, again, if payoffs or things of that nature, personal uh, credit lines are, are being included to be paid off in order for the veteran to qualify, mm -hmm. again, it's a gift. It's a gift that's going towards closing costs. Closing costs. Okay. Yeah. So helping them, you know, helping them pay for, there's lots of different fees that go into getting a mortgage, right? You got to pay for, there's title fees and there's, you know, local recording fees. There's all kinds of different things. You know, it's, it's not cheap to do, to, to do the fees, right. Uh, you know, for the mortgage. So, okay. So that those gift funds that come from a battle buddy or from a parent or from a fiance um, or, you know, whoever that might be, those gift funds are, are useful for the veteran to help them pay for their closing costs. Right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Arthur, that is, uh, there's some great information there and a little bit of a, of some pro tip or not pro tips, but, uh, some advice on, you're going to want some veterans living in, uh, in your neighborhood for the foreclosure reasons that they don't, they don't typically foreclose. That's number one. And all those other reasons that I'm sure uh, other, you lots of imaginations are going wild you, right now. You <laughs> All right. Well, Arthur, we really appreciate you joining us today and, and walking us through title, gift funds, uh, you know, who else can be on VA loans, co-signers, all that stuff. That was really great. Um, for, for our listeners and our watchers out there, anyone interested in, in, in learning more about VA loans, what's the best way that uh, they can reach out to you and ask some additional questions if they've got any? A Bryson at umortgage.com. You can know, shoot me an email or you can call or text at 480-650-6697. I'm here in, in Air, sunny Arizona. That's getting... Well, let's say sunny and hot Arizona <laughs> uh, out here in the desert, in the valley here. So, uh, yeah, if you're in Arizona, you got questions about a VA loan, reach out. Awesome. Awesome. And not, not just that they're in Arizona, right? I know everyone that I've had on here, they're, they're always talking about like, hey, willing to answer any questions, right? And I know, oh, I know you're not, absolutely right. You don't have to be you know, just in Arizona. I'm not like, you know, I'm here. So. But yeah, no matter where you are, you, know, you can always reach out with a question. Uh, you know, I love helping veterans, uh, helping people find solutions to the problems, uh, to the, I guess the, you know, the trying to solve the VA mystery. So, yeah, walk us through that 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 very gray <laughs> rules sometimes. You know, sometimes those rules are meant to be bent a little bit in order to get that loan through. So I, I understand. Right. I understand. Yep. <laughs> and we have an ultimate gray man. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, well, Arthur, we really, we really appreciate your time again today, and and uh, looking forward to having you back on another episode of Tip of the Spear, my friend. All right.